Sandra Lupian is the director of Mass Timber at MSU. And Sandra, it's great to welcome you to the program. Thanks, Raza. It's great to meet you and be here. And I got to congratulate Ukraine's Detroit Business has named you to its inaugural Notable Leaders in Sustainability list. Congratulations. Thank you. It was nice to be included. I recognized a lot of names on there and some folks whose work I'd been following for years. So tell me a little bit about your background, uh, what attracted you to MSU, and, and how did you become interested in mass timber? Sure. Maybe I'll start by saying, what in the heck is mass timber? Because nobody knows. It's my job that, so that, to help people know. So first, uh, when I talk about mass timber, and that's M-A-S-S, timber, like really big timber, what I'm talking about is an umbrella term for a variety of uh, engineered wood building construction materials, and typically these are panelized materials, and they're really, really large. So imagine um, a big uh, beam made of layers of two by fours laminated together, kind of in the shape of an, a steel I-beam, so that you could use that instead of a steel I-beam in a large building. Or imagine a large panel, like a wall or a floor, that's made of layers of two by fours or two by sixes, um, in opposing layers, stacked in layers that are in the opposite direction of one another. That's called cross-laminated timber. And you can drop that in to create a wall or a floor. So these are really big materials that are typically used in larger buildings. And we're gonna talk about the reasons we're excited about those in a minute. Uh, you asked me about my background. Uh, I grew up in Michigan. I spent the first 24 years of my life in Michigan. And then I moved away for 23 years. I spent the last 20 of those years in California. And in 2016, I returned to school. I wanted to do a mid-career Master of Public Policy. And I went to UC Berkeley to do that. I had been focused on climate change, environmental, sustainability policy, and communications for about 15 years at that point. And I thought, okay, I'm going to grad school in California. I'm going to focus on climate change policy and specifically on, you know, things like sea level rise. I'm in California. Uh, urban heat effect. So that's something that happens when the climate warms and, you know, uh, urban areas with a lot of pavement and concrete get really, really hot. I thought I was going to focus on issues like that. But then something happened, which was that I learned that the forests in California were really suffering, in part due to drought related to climate change. And what that was doing was creating the conditions that bark beetles could, uh, like in large numbers, come and infest forests, and trees were dying. Hundreds of millions of trees were dying due to bark beetle infestation. Now, I work in the MSU Department of Forestry, uh, so I can say a little bit about forests, but you know... Um, when a bunch of trees die at that volume, what ends up happening is that you have a lot of dead wood in the forests, and that can create, particularly in a very dry environment like California, where the forests are already over-dense, it can create a lot of dry wood that can burn at a very, very high severity. And so those are catastrophic wildfires that can destroy whole forests. Well, my thought was, gee, if all that wood is dying and then it's either burning in the forest or rotting in large amounts, that's emitting greenhouse gases into the atmosphere that contribute to climate change. So from my perspective, I thought, hmm, maybe I'll start looking at that. I learned that you can make a product called mass timber out of uh, wood that maybe typically would go to waste from a forest, wood that there's not typically markets for because either the trees are really small or it's a different species than we typically use for lumber, etc. So I decided to focus my Master of Public Policy on how could California remove the barriers to the manufacture and adoption of mass timber in order to help achieve benefits for forests and the climate. 
So that's what I did. And then so that's how I caught the bug. And then how did you end up at MSU directing the mass timber program here? Yeah. So I was working um, for a couple of years after grad school. I worked for the um, California Governor's Office of Research uh, and um, of Planning and Research. I forgot where I worked. The Governor's Office of Planning and Research, and um, was working on some climate issues there, but still really interested in mass timber and wanted to be focused on promoting mass timber and advocating for mass timber. It's important to note that mass timber is a new emerging technology. There's not a lot of full-time positions to be the cheerleader for mass timber in any particular location. So when I ran across this position at MSU to lead a program literally focused on helping to advance mass timber manufacture and adoption in Michigan, my home state, I thought I was um, hallucinating. (laughs) And then I thought, okay, I checked again. You know, I had my partner look at it too. Is this a real job? And we all decided that it was. And so I applied. (laughs) And say a little bit more about why it's a good fit for construction, like at MSU's STEM teaching and learning facility that uses it extensively and has won many awards. Yeah, you're right. So the Michigan State University STEM teaching and learning facility opened in July, and it's the first building in Michigan to use mass timber for its structural system. So this is a really big deal. The STEM facility uses two types of mass timber. One is glue laminated timber. So those are typically beams and columns. People who... um, like buildings and no buildings will know that glue laminated timber columns and beams aren't really new. They've been, you know, in use for a few decades here in the United States. And the building also uses cross laminated timber, which are those big, big panels that I was talking about. And that's a newer technology that's just starting to emerge in North America. People are excited about mass timber for a variety of reasons, but the main driver behind the interest is the sustainability benefits of building with big wood, um, either in combination in hybrid models like we did in the STEM facility with materials like steel or concrete, which are more, you know, historically or typically used in large buildings, um, either building in combination with those materials or using these wood materials to create your full structural system, which is also possible. So mass timber is great because A, To produce mass timber, to transport mass timber, typically uh, emits less carbon than other types of building materials. Um, You know, wood is a renewable material. It's a renewable resource. So you're not using a finite resource. So that's a more sustainable um, uh, way of of building as well. But the thing that um, I think is really powerful about mass timber, in addition to those features, is that, you know, and this is going to be like back to your biology 101, how trees work. (laughs) So, right, in a forest, trees absorb carbon dioxide, a gas, from the atmosphere during photosynthesis. They take in that carbon dioxide, as we know, they they emit oxygen, which we breathe, but they take in that carbon dioxide as gas, and then they store it in their trunks, in their branches, in their roots, and ultimately in the soil as carbon. While that carbon is stored in the trees, then it's not being emitted into the atmosphere. We know that carbon uh, carbon dioxide going into the atmosphere warms the atmosphere, contributing to global climate change. There are many other types of greenhouse gases that also contribute to climate change, methane being one that we hear a lot about as well. And methane is emitted by trees when they you know, are dying and decomposing in the forest, so just flagging that. But So when you have trees storing carbon in the forests, that's a very important benefit of of forests, right? It helps to contain that carbon, either delaying it or preventing it from going back in the atmosphere at a rapid pace, which is what we want to avoid in order to kind of curb climate emissions. 
when you cut a tree and you use it in a long-lived durable product like mass timber, which, you know, would be, can last for 50, 100, 150 years in a building, you're storing a significant amount of carbon that that tree in the forest has sequestered, absorbed, and stored. Um, You're storing that carbon in the building, kind of further delaying the amount of time uh, before that carbon would go into the atmosphere. So you're, you're really helping your buildings to actually become centers of carbon storage. And other materials such as steel and concrete, of course, don't store carbon. They don't have a storage, a carbon storage capacity. <laughs> so Sandra, how is MSU leading in the research and application of mass timber? Sure, yeah. So my program, Mass Timber at MSU, uh, really is leveraging all of uh, the resources that MSU can bring to bear to remove barriers to mass timber manufacture and adoption, and also to make sure that we're we're doing mass timber sustainably, right? We're we're using wood from sustainably managed and harvested forests. We're, you know, we're we're building in smart ways, etc. But so. Um, so in terms of research and education, uh, there's a number of different researchers here at the university who are engaged in mass timber. One of my colleagues, uh, George Berghorn, he's an assistant professor in the construction management program here. He's doing some a bunch of different types of things. He's doing re- uh, product research and development, looking into how we can be making mass timber from wood salvaged from deconstructed buildings. So instead of that wood, and some of that wood is really nice old wood, right, going into landfills where it will just, you know, eventually decompose, but not not do a whole lot of good, we can turn that wood into different types of mass timber and rebuild buildings with it. That's an exciting body of research. George has also um, developed tools that folks in the architecture, engineering, and construction industry can use to estimate the costs of building with mass timber. Because if we're trying to introduce a new type of um, construction material, that's a whole new system that architecture, engineering, and construction stakeholders need to grapple with when they're trying to figure out what are the costs of the projects. You know, things things work, work differently. There's different types of hardware to connect the pieces together. There's different timelines for moving the project ahead. Sometimes uh, with mass timber, when you're building with it, you can actually build your project faster because it's this big panelized material that goes up a little bit like an erector set. Um, so th- incorporating that into your cost model. So George's research is looking at that. One of our researchers in the Department of Forestry, Dr. Moshgad Nejad, is uh, doing research and development of new types of adhesives that can be used in mass timber. So currently, the adhesives we use are polyurethane-based. Moshgan is researching uh, adhesives made from lignin, which is a, an extract from trees. So that would be a more biodegradable type of adhesive with a lower level of toxicity. And her research is really promising in showing that, in fact, um, the adhesion of the lignin-based uh, resins and adhesives is actually proving to be stronger in the test she's doing than the typical ones that are in use now. So those are just a couple of different bodies of research. We're also doing some research into um, supply chain for potential mass timber manufacture in Michigan. Currently, we have no mass timber manufactured in Michigan. We can go into that in a minute if you like. Uh, so we're trying to understand, you know, what what is what does mass timber and manufacture look like based on the different types of wood we have available and based on all of the other parts of an industry that would feed into a successful manufacturing of mass timber. Well, yeah, I was going to ask you about how this might impact the economy of Michigan, the mass timber movement or industry, and how do you see it evolving? What's the future, both maybe some challenges and opportunities ahead? 
Yeah, so Mastinbrit MSU, the program I lead, is funded in large part by Michigan Department of Natural Resources and the Michigan Department of Agriculture and Rural Development. Both of those agencies are very interested in advancing mass timber in Michigan, in large part because they see significant potential opportunities for rural communities, rural forested communities, to kind of revive some more... um, you know, some, some forest economies that have been a little bit tired for in for many reasons in recent years, um, maybe creating some new opportunities in milling, some new opportunities in kilning, and of course, new opportunities in manufacture of mass timber. On the construction side, there's also the opportunity to, to train new types of builders, right? There, this is a different way of building. We can um, perhaps uh, develop new types of construction jobs. So there's a lot of potential economic development opportunities associated with this. On the manufacturing side, it's important to note that um, you know most mass timber in North America is coming from the Pacific Northwest or the Pacific Coast of Canada. Some is coming from Quebec, for example, the mass timber that's that you'll see if you visit our STEM teaching and learning facility is from uh, Quebec. It's black spruce from Shibugama, Quebec. Um, and then some is starting to come from the southeast United States using yellow pine. The reason for that is that mm, all of the mass timber technologies currently certified for use in North America are made from softwood species, spruce, pine, and fir. In Michigan, we have about 20% softwood in our forests, but about 80% hardwood. So that's an interesting um, opportunity, I think, for Michigan to think about, well, how can we use hardwoods in mass timber in North America? Europe has been using hardwoods in mass timber. Can we do it here? And the answer is from a like an engineering and structural standpoint, the answer is yes. It just is a matter of doing the uh, research development and product certification to make that happen. And I will say that our friends at Michigan Tech University have been doing some exciting research along those lines, developing cross-laminated timber using hardwoods. So we're watching that very carefully. Well, Sandra, really appreciate this education on mass timber. Is there anything important I haven't asked you or some key takeaways you want to leave with those joining in on our conversation? I think it's really um, exciting to see mass timber in person. Um, we, you know, have the first example of mass timber construction right here on MSU's campus. For So for local listeners, uh, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, can we, Will we provide my contact information as part of this podcast? You can go right ahead and do that now if you like. Great. So for those interested in visiting the STEM facility here on MSU's campus, please feel free to reach out to me, Sandra Lupien. My email address is L-U-P, as in Peter, I-E-N, as in Nancy, S-A, Lupien Sa at msu.edu, and I will be happy to find a time when you or perhaps a group of your colleagues uh, can come and see the building, or we can do an introduction to mass timber presentation. Um, So I think that's, I think when people see it, they really understand, oh, this is how it works. And in addition to the benefits that I mentioned, it's also just very beautiful. It's it's a nice feeling to be in a building made from wood that's exposed. People love that. The students are really enjoying the building. So I just want to know that, I want people to know that they can contact me if they have any questions, and I'm happy to engage with them in that way. And, you know, I think just continue following what we're doing at Mass Timber at MSU. I think we're going to see more Mass Timber buildings in Michigan in the coming months and years. And I hope that we'll also realize Mass Timber manufacturing in Michigan before too long. That's Sandra Lupian, Director of Mass Timber at MSU. And I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today.